And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Grant. My name is Dave. If you are a first-time listener, this is an anime-only podcast. This season, we are covering My Hero Academia, uh, specifically this week, episode 10, uh, That Which is Inherited. Uh, before we get too far into it, uh, we'd like to give a shout-out to uh, X on Twitter and Instagram for the amazing Uraraka thumbnail. Um, again, you know... Rinse and repeat. Thank you so much to everyone that lets us use these. They look fucking awesome. And, you know, another outstanding week of sick art we're allowed to use. Sick art. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, there's a lot to talk about this episode. So let's just jump right into the the synopsis. Um, That which is inherited. Uh, Midoriya and Chinso face off for the first time since the sports festival in the last fight of the class battles. But their match is interrupted when Midoriya's quirk begins to distract him. It's about damn <laughs> Oh my god, man. This is the shot of life we needed into this show. Yes. I knew... Well, no, I didn't know. I think we both hoped that, like, some... You know, there were hints that some, there were going to be some developments, you know, mm. towards the end of this part of the season or maybe the arc. I don't know. Like, we were building to something. It just... We weren't sure what... Or when? It was impossible to notice with this big fucking bruise we all have on the top of our heads from repeatedly being fucking, like, reminded throughout the season that, you know, the vestiges stuff. So, like, yeah. you know, it was presented to us and it fucking delivered, Dave. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's this is, uh, damn time. Yeah, holy cow, man. Like, but they showed up, man. You absolutely. Know? Like, and I knew, you know, the first scene... I mean, I, I'm not fucking clairvoyant. I don't think this is exactly like a, a really great take or, or pickup. But yeah, they start the episode with All for One being monitored in his prison yeah, cell. Didn't, that caught me by surprise. It was not, that was the last thing I was thinking of was uh, All for One. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, because he, as much as this is all about one for all, like he's so connect, you know, it, it's... It's a direct line to all for one, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the yeah. reason this power is being cultivated is because there's a big bad out there somewhere. Yes. Um, and it's crazy because, like, when did they put him in chains? Like, fucking, what was that? Uh, season three? Well, yeah, when when him and All Might had that last showdown. Yeah. One and... of the best episodes ever. Oh, unreal! Like, <laughs> United States of Smash. <laughs> Dude, United <laughs> States of Smash. Like, that's like one of the best, biggest Sakuga moments yeah like i've seen that that that's a great one yeah. anyway so yeah they, they start us off with that it's like okay here we go like we're getting to the main darker thread like they've mentioned this they've i'm assuming they've mentioned this for a reason sure and then you know the episode sort of takes its course but, but I, I don't know about you i was confused the because like it, it was weird because like you know it, it opens up to you know, security guards or, or, you know, prison guards, like, in their, like, comm center kind of thing. And, like, why are they calling him prisoner? What? Like, just call him, you know who he is. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like, and, like, <laughs> but there's that. And then he, and then, like, he reacts to them. And that was cool. That was but, cool. you know, but the way he's talking, it's, like, it's so vague, you know. And then that's the thing about this plot line right now, the, like, the, what we've been teased with this season and kind of a little bit prior. Mm-hmm. This is a classic case of, like, you know, we got some answers, but now we got some more questions, which is good. Like, it, it makes us look forward. 
but I was I was a little lost. Just kind of like his wordage of I hear you know I, I hear my little brother. Yeah. So to me, like it's weird, right? There are a couple things. The scene is quick, but we do learn a couple things. One of the guards says like. I can't believe they haven't sentenced him already, or I'm I'm ready for them to sentence him or something. Because yeah. I'm assuming they're on pins and needles, because, like, if he moves, yeah. right, like, his every movement is literally being monitored because he's so dangerous, so, like, mm-hmm. you know, they're probably on red alert on pins and needles all the time. He says, like, oh, he was reacting to a body ache. Mm. I was assuming that, in my head, I was like, oh, maybe this is not real time. Or maybe it is like maybe he can feel something happening with the with his brother's quirk because they're somehow connected. Well, they are connected, right? Yeah. He gave his brother his quirk. I wonder I, if that's a by, maybe that's a byproduct of all for one of anyone he bestows a power upon has like right. a forever link to them. Yeah, I figured there must have been something like familial. Like there was a reason that mm. the two of them are linked, but that's a good sure. point too. Anyway, so clearly he knows something's going on, and he's laughing about it. Like, yeah. he's clearly in the know. Um, I mean, he's the big like guy. he's not he's not locked in there. Like, let's not a, let's not kid ourselves. Like, he's you know it's well, it's it makes like you he curious, is, though, right? but he's not. You know, like there's no he because that's the thing for a person they must be subjugating him some way where he can't u- fully use his quirks because a villain that has like a rolodex of just about every quirk under the moon. Mm-hmm. must, you know, even, like, sitting stationary, he must have some ability or quirk that can allow him to remove himself. Unless, you know, like, like I said, there must be something they're doing to him to keep him, like, at bay, whether yeah. they're drugging him or something like that. So it's, you know, it, I just have more questions. They had all kinds of, you know, restraints and shit on him. Like, maybe they found a way to neutralize any kind of quirk activation. And But, it, like you said, like, it's also like, is he really stuck in there? Like, if he wanted, could he bust out? Is this mm. all? Is this all part of some kind of long con? Because mm-hmm. we know that it seemed like a very conscious choice, and I know this is like a long callback, and we don't want to go down this whole route because we have a whole episode to talk about. Sure, but just very quickly, you know, during that fight with All Might, it seems like uh, Shomura, you know, the guy with the hands or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really upset that his mentor you know, one for, or all for one, is, like, about to go fight against All Might because he's, like, you're not going to be able to handle it in that body. And then, because they have a weird relationship, right? It felt like he knew he might lose and, like, he was kind of putting his hopes on Shomura at one point. Mm. Like, as though Shomura was kind of the next phase of the plan. So it just sure. makes me wonder, like, what, what game are we playing here? Because it doesn't seem as obvious as, like, he went to one... He wanted one more fight with All Might, and he risked it all, and he lost. And now he's just, like, laughing in prison. It just mm. doesn't seem like... You know, he's probably he's got some other irons in the fire. He must be. So A, a villain, a super villain yeah. of his, you know, caliber. Like, there's, he doesn't just... He doesn't make a decision. Or he doesn't go into a fight... Uh, Oops, sorry about that. I don't know where's, uh, He doesn't just go into a fight willy-nilly. Like, there's... You know, there, he, you know villains are manipulators, right? You know, they plan everything yeah. they do. So, no... But, yeah, not to stand on too long... It was good to see a friendly face or an unfriendly face. Uh, it was interesting too. Before we move on, they did mention um, the is it uh, Giganta the, the big dude they teased lot like at a point in last Giganta season. something or other. Yeah, he's yeah. Like a he's a follower of All for One. Yeah, and and they also make reference. They don't know how many more followers of his there are out there. Right. So they're potentially setting up like a new rogues gallery. Of villains yep. that we haven't seen yet, whether it's new and old, so which down. is 
which yeah, I'm. We've said that we've been saying this the past couple of weeks. I think we're ready to see the villains again. Like it's time. It's yeah. You know, we had was it this season? We had that early setup with Dobby. With Dobby. Yeah. You know, and um, Hawks, and mm-hmm. it's been a while since we've seen Shomer. Feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> so know? they can enter any minute now. Yeah. And maybe they will with uh, everything that's going on. Um, the next thing is like you know, Gran Torino calls All Might. More or less to say. I don't know anything, but he does have, he gives us this little tidbit, right? Because mm. Shimura, um, All Might's mentor, the previous yep. holder of the quirk, mm-hmm. all they really give us is that in a dream, she says, a, a fuzzy man <laughs> told her the time has not yet come. So I interpreted that as she had a similar dream that Midoriya had. Mm-hmm. And whoever, you know, the original holder, the brother, probably said it's not time yet. And it seems like that time is approaching, mm. uh, is kind of, you know, where this is going. Did you sure. notice Gran Torino looks older, by the way? I I honestly, I noticed he kind of just looked like Gran Torino. Did he always walk with a cane? He had a yeah. cane. Oh, he did? Yeah, I think so. He, he would drop it at times. That was the thing, too. Like, I think when Midoriya first met him, he had that cane. And then when he went to, like, oh. go toe-to-toe with him, he, he was like, okay, like, I'm going to bounce around oh, the room. He was like, like Yoda, him. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, pretty okay. sure he had a cane. I'm almost certain he had a cane. I think you're right now that yeah. I think about that. Okay, well. I love me some Gran Torino. He yeah, was good. good that, that was There were some really good arcs with him and Midoriya early days. Um, like, that was... He was a, you know... It's funny, because, like, we you know we, we, we didn't get to cover the previous four seasons together of, of the show, but, mm. you know, the... It, it's It was so fitting of All Might to, to you know, allow them to meet. It made sense to team those two up, you know? Um, just... Gran Torino's, you know, his similar style to Midoriya, evidently, without even realizing it. That's mm-hmm. kind of the fighting style that Midoriya has now. It's kind of based... It's actually a good blend between Gran Torino and All Might, when you think about it. I guess it's pretty obvious now, <laughs> thinking about it, but it's... Yeah, I, I love me some Gran Torino. Yeah, he's good shit. And you can tell he was in a meeting with some cops. So, like, you can tell... He's busy. He's, he's, he's busy. Working. Yeah, the, the, I feel like he's going to come back in a more meaningful way this season, for sure. I'm down with that. Then we get into the match. You know, yes. there's, like, some very basic strategy. People are talking about, like, you know, Midoriya's team isn't quite as strong as Bakugo's team. So Midoriya is going to have to do a little bit more of the scouting because they don't have, like, a, a Jiro, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, we, like, the action picks up pretty quick. I did notice. Did you catch that Midoriya was using hand signals, like, right off the bat? Yeah, pointing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, like, they've thought about it. They know they can't, like, verbally communicate effectively. Yeah. Because um, that's the thing. There's a chance that there's two people using the brainwashing, right? The, that was a really cool foil to this yeah. whole thing. I, You know, I knew that guy's name, the annoying guy from Class yeah. B. I knew, Phantom Thief. Yeah, I knew he was his quirk was called Copy. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't... Have we seen him use it? I don't believe so. I don't think he was of meaningful benefit in like. I think the last time we would have saw him was the, uh, the uh, sports festival. Like the, the um, there's like the jousting match they did. I feel right. like that's when that's where, I feel like that's where we saw the majority of Class B was in that you know in that setting. But we didn't get to see all of them obviously because there's so much going on. Right. But uh, he's grown on me, man. And actually. I'm he going was... a little back onto last week's episode. We completely glossed over. He had some really good lines about his turnaround on Bakugo. 
just like watching from the sidelines of going oh, like, oh, like that. he's he's not all just this. Like he, you know, he's using that passion and he is working with his team. And it was kind of like he was stunned. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, oh, there is more to this character. You know, like the, the reason he is hard on people is because he, he thinks they're fakes. You know what the problem is, is like, you're right. Like that was a moment of like a, you know, a genuine like character. I don't know if you want to call it growth or like sure. a, a new take on the character. Like you, you realize he's not super one dimensional. Yeah. But he kind of has the Zenitsu problem from yes. Demon Slayer. It's like if you make a, a character only be on screen and be annoying for like, you know, 20 out of 30 episodes, then like when you do give them a moment, like it's great, but like it's undercut by how annoying and like one note you've made them. <laughs> but I think I think this episode takes this that further episode, in a good way because yes. it shows that he's no joke. He like he is very, you know, you know, because obviously he's you know, we'll, we'll get, we're getting to that point now. But like Midoriya comes toe to toe with him, and that's where the beginning of the fight starts. They engage with one another, and you know, like there's a lot of he's fucking with them, but the guy knows how to move. He knows like he hasn't attacked aggressively, but Midoriya has a hard time catching him. Yeah, I was like. So you're totally right. Like, you know, the whole instigating nature of his character works really well in this scenario because this whole confrontation between him and Midoriya is just mind games. He's just fucking yeah. with him. Um, and, you but know, he's also trying to set up Shinsho. Yeah, he's trying to set up Shinsho to get in on it. And he's playing mind games with Midoriya. And there's lots of unknowns. And he seems to thrive in that environment because mm-hmm. you're right. I, 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 like, I was like kind of, I was low-key getting frustrated. Like, Midoriya, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. blow this guy the fuck away. Like, <laughs> End it. Yeah. You've been talking about how, like, you need to perform, and you're just dicking around. Yeah. Like, what what are we doing here? So, he definitely, you know, copy or, would you say Phantom Thief? That's his hero name, he, I think. So, yeah. he performed above expectations. Absolutely. And also, too, he had, there's that, before the, the fight engages, he has that conversation with Shinsho. Yeah. And you kind of, you know, has... um. It was interesting, too, because there's one line he asks. I thought he was kind of, like, trying to stir up conversation. Because he makes a line last episode of, you can't give too much away or his ability won't work. You know, because I think I think Shinsho's kind of talking and they interrupt him saying, no, 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 like, you can't give him too much ahead of time. Right. And I thought that was interesting. And then there's, he has this, not like he's trying to rouse, you know, Shinsho, but he has this moment where he talks about... It's hard, isn't it? Like, you know, we grow up as wanting to save people. We want to be heroes. But we have to toe the line of we have to be heroes against people who don't. And that we have to be better than them and mm-hmm. overcome them, which I thought was really cool. They've hit that theme before in the show. Um, I think uh, it might have been Ida. It would have been in the Stain arc. That was, like, really prevalent, you know. like That was huge. That was a really good arc. And, you know, so, like, you know, he's, like, it's not new ground that, is it Manoma his name? Um, yes. Anyways, so. or call him phantom thief copy yeah so you know he brings up this line like it's nothing new but it was interesting to hear from him and he is right and it was good bringing that up with shinsho going in but he also has almost like a throwaway line of oh hey uh how did you get midoriya or how did you brainwash midoriya in the sports festival mm-hmm. and then he gets the answer and then he just moves right on back to like back into the conversation about like heroes versus villains and how we have to work harder and all that and i was like I could not believe in like a span of like two minutes how much depth they gave this guy when he, you know it's like you said the twenty or thirty episodes he has been you're the figure of twenty or thirty episodes mm-hmm. he's just been a loudmouth and annoying and like just you know like uh, an antag you know an antagonist to the you know the just arrival kind of the more or less class a, yeah. yeah exactly so like they really showed some cool colors for this character and this is just like another one of the highlights of the season is 
taking these moments and kind of flipping characters around and getting more from them in such a short amount of time. It's a good example, and we've talked about this before, about how when the show wants to, it can develop a character very quickly, Mm -hmm. right? Like when they decide to pour resources into something, the benefit of having, you know, potentially one note characters is like you've got them all over the place. And it, it feels like the show is confident that like because these characters have been around for so long, the audience knows them and is like willing to learn more about them basically at any time. Yeah. So yeah, like if you just want to give like Shinsho and Phantom Teeth like a whole, you know, not a whole, like this brief scene that kind of informs the audience about them, mm-hmm. it just sort of works because the audience knows who they are, we're interested, so on and so forth. Um, as Phantom Thief does this with Midoriya, um, that's when Class B slowly kind of starts to engage the rest of, or creep, yeah, like creep on Class A. We get like a whole, you know, roster, uh, info, like, you know, that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, I didn't know any of these people. No. uh, Poltergeist is like the one who's seems to be most involved in this episode because her her quirk is all over the episode yeah she she, it basically just lifts shit up and throws it at people and phantom thief has copied it yeah so it's yeah it's littered throughout the entire episode but size girl too right because long story short she can shrink shit and move shit yeah and then twin impact was a weird one like that's the one i still don't get because he seemed it seemed like he was tracking them i'm not sure if that was somehow involved with his quirk or if that was just like a like a support item he was using he looked he honestly looks like a a saiyan yeah i know the yeah yeah, yeah, the scouter (laughs) not even the scouter but just like the armor too like i know it's not it doesn't look like dragon ball z armor just but the the bulkiness of it kind of reminded me of saiyan armor um but i understand like i understand the twin impact of like you know everything has it reminds me of uh Jujutsu Kaisen, like his ability where, you know, he hits and then like there's like a secondary oh, yeah. below that happens after. That's how I wrapped my head around it. I was like, okay, I get sense. this guy. That's a good way to think about <laughs> it. Yeah. But um, no, it was kind of blew right through it and it kind of sucked. I thought I was curious to see his quirk and how him in action, but he seemed to be like the, like the bottom tier of the group. Yeah, it, you know, this, episode. this match might end up going long, which we predicted, like, yeah. several episodes. So, you know, I would assume that potentially we'll see more of all those people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, they engage, and it seems like Class A does a decent job at defending at first, but then, you know, the twin twin impact thing kind of turns the tides. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, they kind of retreat, and then it shifts back to Midoriya and Phantom Thief. And this is here, like, I was getting frustrated. I was like, what are we doing? Like, it's yeah. been a while. Your team's under attack. Blow this guy away. And then it looks like he's about to. And he's about to use his little projectile way of flicking air, which is a weird... It's a thing, I guess. Yeah, I love it. It's cool. <laughs> and and that's when uh, that's when everything goes sideways. And the I, episode kicks into high gear. Dave, I was so shocked. I didn't know what was going on. I remember I like, last week, I was like, I feel like they're, like, acting as though something's going to happen, and why would something happen? So, yeah. like, this is not what I was expecting, obviously. But, like, something happened. Like, <laughs> yeah. shit went wrong. Well, imme- like, as like as it happened, the, open- or the opening moments of it, I thought, well, this is all for one. Somehow. This is what they set up at the mm. end of the episode. And... You know, we soon find out that is just not the case. Um, but 
it makes me more curious as to why they set up one for all at the beginning of the or all for one at the beginning of the episode. It was that just like a bait and switch, or was yeah. is that genuinely setting up like the next arc of some, like something to come? Maybe a or, bit of both. I, I think it seemed a little cheeky to me that they I set that up in the beginning. These, I think it's because these two things are very firmly connected, right? Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. I you know well, let's get through the rest of the episode and we'll get there. You you as a quick sidebar. You never watched Dragon Ball Super, right? Or did you? No, I, no, I haven't. Okay, I was going to say, this is like kind of reminiscent to a specific thing in there. But um, So, I also, as a quick note, I love the animation that they put yes. on All Might. They have this like long shot like, that like starts like below him. It looks like dusk behind him in the clouds. Yeah, yeah. that was really, really, really cool. Because um, you just know... Because that's, you know, because... All Might has always worn Midoriya, right? Like this mm-hmm. is this is power <laughs> in the literal sense. Like you yeah. have immense strength now, and watching like as as the scene progressed, it clicked to me, Dave. This is exactly what this season has been missing. There has been zero stakes this season. Stakes. Uh, yeah. The second they bring that back is like, and this is what we've been talking about, man. They need to fu- they needed to fucking move the story back in. And the second the story is at the forefront, which they have done, you know, mm-hmm. it's obviously it's going to kick they back take, in. They take breaks from it, right? Like, yeah, you could tell, like, they clearly know where this is going, but like, they yeah. just, they're spacing it out, you know, so that characters can grow, yada, yada, yada. I get yeah. it. But this is what the show has been missing. And this is what is great about the show. This is what, this is why I fell in love with My Hero Academia is the stakes and overcoming the stakes in a, like, not just a quick fashion. Like, obviously. Yeah. All of a sudden things matter. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, you can see, like, the shock and horror of All Might and, like, immediately rushing to, you know, yeah. Isla and Vlad of, like, uh, you gotta shut this down. Yeah. Like, because they don't know. Like, they've seen All Might yeah. at the height of his power, but they haven't seen someone who's not in control of their power yet, mm-hmm. you know? So, he was probably terrified. Probably worried people were gonna die. And I thought, I thought someone was gonna die. Yeah, I thought it might go bad there for a sec, you know? Like, Midori is flying all over the place. Like, it's, like, whipping him in the air. The animation yeah. is, like, this long, like, energy blast, right? His, his like, uh, his classmates think he's, like, learned a new move or something. Yeah. Um, Which he has. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, I was like, Wait, no, I think this is bad. Like, yeah. it, uh, anyway, I love that in his attempt to wrangle it, he he throws himself through a building and lands next to Shinsho. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck. Well, oh, and but he also said to or uh, to Phantom Thief before too. He's like, like almost begging them to it's run, run. Yeah, yeah. That was some good voice acting. Yeah, homie's got pipes when he needs to have them. All of them. There's the voice acting across the board in this episode was tremendous. Yeah. Um, really but yeah, so moment. you know, go ahead. And she, like just the fear in Shinsho's eyes of like, you fuck, can tell. Like, Shinsho yeah. was like, "This don't feel like a drill, homie." No, this ain't good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, what's good? Um, Yuraraka Okachoko, what levitating girl? Yeah, I like this moment of her grabbing him. Yeah, midair to try and help him. Gotta save your boo. <laughs> yeah, there's this great little line they've got. Um, where she's got like these flashbacks of Midoriya and being a hero, and then her her line is I don't know if she says it out loud or if she's saying it to herself in her flashback. She mm-hmm. says, "Who protects the heroes when they're hurting?" Yeah, like, I was like, yeah. Go get, get him. Go, Go get, get him. <laughs> she just she just hugs him midair. Yeah. yeah. But is it her idea 
to... Well, I think Shinsho was, like, deer in headlights. Like, just didn't know what to do. Like, just watch. Because everyone was watching. Because, like, the vastness of the of what was going on, the yeah. scale it was... was far-reaching. He's breaking buildings down, right? Yeah, and, like, you know, it's you, there's one point you can see, like, a skyline of the distance of the class. And it's just, you know, it, it was all-encompassing. And, um... She is the one that kind of like you know Shinsho like fucking like brainwash him you know she, it's cool though she's the one that comes to in a crisis you know what I mean yeah. like Midoriya is clearly distracted no one else around them is like capable of processing like what to do yeah um there's this quick and there's this f- cool moment of Shinsho being like what the fuck do I say mm-hmm. though I think at this moment like Deku or Midoriya probably would have answered him yeah. No matter what he said. Yes, I love hot dogs. <laughs> you know, yes. Like, stop this, you know? <laughs> like, just like, like let me a hand here, homie. Lock. He says, yeah, you want, you know, fight me or something. And then Midoriya just responds, yeah. And that yeah. is the moment that we, like, enter this last, what do you <sighs> want to call it, phase, uh, this last act of the episode. Because it works. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you watch Midoriya go unconscious. Things seem to ease up for a sec and we're right back in the realm of like the vestiges chills you know where we've been previously when Midoriya is like unconscious I think at the beginning of this season or at the finale of last season so this was good I was like oh we're here already yeah about damn time I mean you know it's hard not to see coming with everything that happened but I was worried there was going to be a cut I I was like checking for time I was like they are not going to cut to credits right now and then you know looking for my phone trying to see but how long we've been watching it, and then it cuts right in, you know, to him being in the messages. I was like, oh, thank fuck, thank God they're gonna sh- they're gonna show us something. But we got so much more, Dave. Like they big lore such- dump, big, big lore dump. Oh, which love is it. like pretty rare. Like they 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 hold on to these in this show. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it takes a minute. Um, this guy we have not seen before, right? No, ever. And well, we knew- uh, we see, I think we see we've seen the outline of him, right? Like, but we haven't seen him speak. Obviously, we still don't even have a name. I don't think. On that note, Midoriya is still a floating head and a piece of a hand. Like he yeah. still doesn't have a mouth, so he can't communicate to this man. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy kind of introduces himself as a past successor, and it, at at first I was like, where are we going here? Because he's yelling at Midoriya to work harder. Remember that? Mm-hmm. But then he drops the bomb saying, the power you just used was my quirk. Mm-hmm. And then he explains that Midoriya has basically had like a quirk malfunction. Well, he he also, like he kind of hits home. He goes, you were trying to catch that guy, right? Yeah. And he goes, you're lucky that it was me. It was almost like it could have been random. It, right. it seems like it could have been random. You know, like there's, it almost seems like all for one, or um, one for all chose for Midoriya. In this case, like this would be like the next logical step for you as a quirk right. to take upon. You're saying because like, yeah, like it, it wasn't him. Like it wasn't this previous successor. It wasn't Midoriya because the I think you know one for all is an entity is described to us now as its its own entity. You know, so it feels like it's the one behind the driver's seat, and it's the one that has decided that this is what you need going forward. I do have a theory on the, the head and the hand thing. I think yeah. going forward, as he claims more quirks, his body's gonna become uh-huh. more, and then Complete. probably he's not—he's probably not gonna have a mouth till the very end. Would be my guess. I wonder. That's an interesting thought. I wonder why that guy. Like, do you think that guy, that previous successor or holder of the quirk, 
do you think he's there because he had access? Well, well, let's just get to the 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 reveal here. The big the big reveal in this in this moment is he says, yeah, you know, you just tried to use my quirk without realizing it. It's called yeah. Black Whip, and that's like yeah. the animation looks like kind of a Black Whip. Yeah. But the big huge huge reveal is that there's six more. <laughs> That he's going to get, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have six more quirks manifest in you. You're the one who will complete one for all. So it seems as though, you know, everyone who's held the one for all quirk had a quirk of their own on top of it. Mm -hmm. And Midoriya will ultimately be the one to be able to wield all of them. Does that sound about right? So this is this is where I'm confused. And it sounds right. So this is but this is where I'm confused. Hit me up. Is Midoriya's original quirk of One for All, is that based on All Might? Is the reason he's so strong, is that because All Might directly gave that to him? I have no... That's a good question. I don't... So... I I got the vibe that they all had the same power. They all had just had super strength and speed. But, like, like that's... the, The One for All quirk was that. It was super strength and speed that... And then someone, I think, the original holder had a quirk that allowed you to pass it down. Okay. Oh, because I suppose... So they've all been the same type of hero, but they may have had a base quirk as well. Because not all of... Yeah, not all of them... It's not like... It's not like it was a thing where none of them ever had a quirk. Midoriya, and I think all... Yes. Did All Might have a quirk? I don't think so. So he was saying... Oh, that's why he chose Midoriya, because he saw himself in Midoriya. Yeah, I don't think uh, so. Okay. So gotcha. I think that's the case. So I don't think any of these people have been able to wield the individual quirks of all the previous Prior. holders, no. right? So Just what they had, and then, like, the benefits of... Like, exactly. Like, str- like, the power-up, essentially. And we could be wrong, but that is how I interpreted it. I think so. Yeah, and okay. It, you know, by saying, you know, all the stuff in this episode is like, has the time come? The time has come. Midoriya is going to be the one to, like, you know, wield all of it and kind of co- maybe complete this power or whatever. He also mentions, the previous holder guy, he also mentions, by the way, like, Black Whip is way stronger than it normally would have been because it's been cultivated by the one-for-all quirk. Yeah, they're all going to be powered up. Yeah, he's going to get, like, everything he's getting is a Kaioken version of what it originally was. <sighs> so dope. Love it. So Love, it pretty dope. Love it for my guy. Love it for my guy, Midoriya. I, I did not say that. You know, <laughs> that's pretty cool. It feels like, you know, what, what made me, what it made me think of immediately, I was like, oh, so, like, by the end of this show, it's going to be Midoriya with his mastered version of One for All and his six or seven so unique mm. quirks versus All for One. Yeah. Right? It's going to be like a quirk off because All for One has a billion. Mm-hmm. But Midoriya will have this really refined version Cultivated of Cultivated version yeah. of, yeah. And, and now he's going to have more tools. Like this Black Whip thing is like a, it's, it's like a, I bet they're all going to be utility based like that. Yeah. Like, you know, Black Whip is very specific in being able to capture, restrain. But that's the thing. Like, it, it doesn't even need to do that. Like, it seems like it can tear through stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's not just, you know, it can be used as a defensive, you know, ability or you know, offensive and defensive. You know, it's, it has a lot of versatility, which yeah. is which is good. But, you know, it was also really nice where he kind of hits it home. He goes, like, you know, you were angry, weren't you? Yeah, and just the moment of like where he like you know put, puts his finger to his heart and he's like, "Use this, man!" Like, yep. You know, I was like, ah. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, I like this guy. <laughs> you know, it's cool. I didn't think of this at the time, but like, 
hearing you say that, like, it makes sense that all of these previous holders are all probably pretty good people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That they're all probably pretty well-intentioned, well-adjusted. Like, you know, look at All Might, look at what he's been through. You know, even just what we've seen of his mentor mm-hmm. um, and the lessons she taught him. It makes sense that, like, if if Midoriya can communicate with any of these people, all of them are probably pretty legit. And you can probably yeah. learn from each of them. And I'm sure we'll explore that more. So that was a big bomb. And then Midoriya wakes up. And right back into the action. Oh, there's a nice moment between him and uh, Uraraka. But, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> she slaps the shit up. It's right to, oh, should I slap you too hard? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. That's Cut it out. I love that Copy doesn't miss a beat. Or Phantom nope. Thief doesn't miss a beat. He just no, re-engages. And so does the rest of his this. team. Shincho's the only one that sits and watches. But yeah. he has... It's cool because he has this face of like... Or, you know, because he has a line... You know, when um, Uraraka kind of calls to Shincho to like, like use your brainwash. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Shincho has that momentary inner dialogue of... You know, I wanted to fight you, Midoriya. You know, mm-hmm. like, I've been trying to prove myself. I want to be a hero. I want to help people. Which is good. And it shows that... I'm really glad that Shincho is not going to just be like this dark horse and he's, you know, he's actually has evil intentions or anything like that. Like he, I'm, that was the, also the really big thing and kind of like it was a little overshadowed by all the Midoriya stuff and the vestiges, but it just showed his genuine true intentions. Like he wants to be a hero. Yeah. And I, he I wanted agree. this fight. He wanted to fight Midoriya. Like he wanted to prove like not as like rival. It's not like Bakugo. It's different. You know, he wants, it's not, not he's trying to prove himself, to obviously he wants to prove himself, but I think you know he sees growth in himself through Midoriya, yeah, and he really wanted that, and that kind of just stirred him to say, you know, fight me, and I was like, fuck yeah, like yes, you know, There's I'm all kind of drag, all kinds of Dragon Ball Super stuff I want to bring up as a result, <laughs> but no, you're right, I I agree with that take 100, percent um, you know, so eventually, um, it you know this results in kind of an all out brawl. Um, class A arrives. Yeah, Minata well. Pinky comes swinging. I love to see that. That You're was like, awesome. Y'all fucking, y'all fucking partying without us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Minata looked like a crazed maniac. I liked it. Be I, I liked this scene a lot because it was like you know enough with the pokey like strategic you know they were prodding. T- yeah. It just resulted in everybody's in the same area and we're just swinging now. Yeah, that's fucking brawl, that's man. That's what we want to see. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, the the episode pretty much ends on Shinsho and, you know, rap seems to be going for uh, Iraka and, and Midoriya catches it. Yeah. Fucking, he's like, just grabs it out of the air. He's like, oh, no, I got that shit. And then but... Aizawa, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, you, you go ahead. I was going to say, and Aizawa says, we're going to let the match continue. Admittedly. So here's my problem with, with the ending of this episode. <laughs> Did we see all that character development for Chincho and, like, proving himself and, like, you know, he was able to stop Midoriya? Mm-hmm. They are now all closed in. Is Midoriya just going to fucking wipe the floor? Because be none so of funny. them... Like, you know, we could be wrong. Like, I don't, I don't want to throw Class B under the bus, but, like, I don't think anyone on that team can fucking handle him. He is a yeah. savage. Like Quirk alone, like Quirk alone, he's obviously gonna the thing that might be to his advantage, they're gonna use next episode to focus this black whip quirk. Yeah. And he's not gonna have full control and they're gonna be able to get around it. That's my thought, is I you know what is this episode? Yeah, it's only episode ten. My guess 
if we're in prediction city yeah is that yeah like he's winded he's not at 100 percent anymore and the black whip thing will be like a focus mm. and don't forget as well they're outnumbered it's a it's the five on four match right mm-hmm. so maybe um those but, things result in this take in a couple episodes so the benefit but the benefit of them being of next episode is Minata, Pinky, and Uraraka all benefit from close range. True. You know, Uraraka kind of has like low key like that. Um, you know, she knows how to fight like fist fight now because she did like all right. that gu- that gunhead stuff. So she knows how to tango. Minata, you know, the closer you are, you're an easier target to get hit by his quirk. And Pinky is very much defensive. She can just you know she can kind of act like as a barrier to all the shit flinging at them. So. It almost, like, just, you know, from what we've seen this episode, now that they're all closed in together, I don't think Class B kind of stands a chance. Yeah. Unless, like, there's some, you know, forced hand bullshit going they, in. You know, they might get, you know, it doesn't take a ton to turn the tide, though, right? Like, No, I agree. If they can brainwash Midoriya again, which seems unlikely, or if they can get a good brainwash off on one of them... That's true. Um, It, it really... You know, especially if you brainwash one or capture one, now it's five versus three. You mm. know what I mean? Like, the odds are stacked. Shinsho is there. You know, and think about how much damage, you know, Poltergeist plus Size Girl plus Twin Impact. Like, those three quirks are almost designed to work together. Mm. I'm not saying that they win. I'm just saying, like, I think it might no. be, you know, it might be tricky, especially considering Midoriya is not... At 100%. At 100%. There, yeah. But, you know, this... I'm more excited for this one than I have been for many of the others yeah uh, especially with everything that happened and i'm especially excited to see what comes of the black whip stuff and how everybody else reacts and what happens with one for all and all for one and yada 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 what i'm excited to see is or curious to see i suppose is this all ends everyone goes back and everyone's just fucking staring at midoriya of like what the fuck was that yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's gonna have to explain some shit because that's the thing. Like, you know, no one else knows. Like, Aizawa knows, and you know, some of the teachers know, and even like All Might at this point is he's gonna be like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, I, that, I mean, just as a sidebar, the Midoriya is like breaking new ground. All Might's gonna be like, "I have no idea." <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to take a sideline. Maybe, maybe this is the opportunity because they've they've been they kind of teased a little bit that All Might spends too much time with Midoriya. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will allow them to separate a little bit. All Might can focus on some other people yep. and help train them. Because at this point, All Might can't do too much more for him. Yeah. You know? Like, other more than, like, a... you know, the quirk that was his. But even then, like, he can help him with that. But, um, yeah. I don't know. It's um, New Horizons. Like, they've really set up some interesting ideas and concepts going forward for the show. That's what I was going to say. You know, it, what's old feels new again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited to see where they take it. Yeah. But I think that's probably it for this that episode. Great episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, you know, we do this every week. Episodes come out same time every week. And if you're new here, you know, feel free to like, comment, subscribe, support the podcast however you like. And also check out the post show. It drops two days after these uh, episodes and it's a lot more laid back. You know, we're not covering, you know, anything the way we're covering My Hero Academia, but we talk about just what other anime what other shows we're watching like for example we've been talking a ton about jujitsu kaisen mm-hmm. i think we're going to talk about that more this week oh yeah um <laughs> you know we talked about castlevania we might talk about you know the new loki loki series coming up so 
lots lots going on so feel free to check out the post show um otherwise we will see you next week later guys cheers